everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost and I have something a little bit different to show you today to share with you. I wanted to show you some of my collections of the unusual so that you could get a little bit of um, exposure to the different things that you can look for when you're out there meandering about in the world, when you're going to, uh, you know, thrift stores, antique stores, flea markets, garage sales, um, you're shopping online, wherever you're getting your sources from, family, friends, um, you know, that type of thing, old businesses going out of business, things like that. Um, definitely keep your eye out for these things. And the first thing I wanted to show you were autograph books. Um, autograph books are fascinating. Autograph books, uh, the old ones, uh, they're well-worn, well-loved. They're usually uh, done by high school students. And um, depending on the year, they're either cute, like remember the early, remember the late, remember me with a piece of your wedding cake, um, you know, cute things like that. And let's see if we can find a, a date on this one. Um, 1926. Remember the bird, remember the feather, remember uh, the night we slept together. Not yet though, by the lake, <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> well, that was very cute. Um, so yeah, you're gonna find all sorts of things. If you come across these, they're very beautiful snippets back in time, peeking into people's lives, learning what life was like, what they read about, what they thought about, how they expressed themselves, the language that they used, the, um, uh, the way they did their handwriting, uh, you know, calligraphy and, and penmanship and everything was completely looked at differently back then, and um, how things have changed over time. So if you ever come across one of these, this is, you know, what they look like from olden days. And here's another old one. Very interesting. Let's see what year this one's from. Uh, dear Jennifer, Genoafa, uh, when a cat climbs up the tree, uh, something, its tail, and think of me. Um, yeah, Emily. Emily Falco said that to her. Success to you. 1920. So this is 1920. And maybe it depended, you know, the type of school it came from, if it was a more casual school. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, a woman's tears are the greatest water power known to man. Hmm. How about that? Yeah. Okay. So there's just all sorts of interesting tidbits. And uh, this was meant to be shared with people, handed around. Everybody's to write something in it and give a little of themselves to be remembered by. So I feel like we are continuing the honorary uh, memorandum of them by, uh, by enjoying these. You know, they're very beautiful. Often they're padded and they're decorated on the front, maybe on the back, depending on the style. But you can find some really cool ones. Um, here's another one, just for an example to see. Sometimes they're really falling apart. This is 1938. And uh, I, I generally don't break up the ones that are nicely together and still held together. But some of the ones that um, are falling apart, I, I have one that I'm actually using. It's, it's this one. It's uh, 
very falling apart. The string is gone, all the pages are loose, and I will pull from these to tuck into journals. And this is from 1936. Uh, so lots of interesting things in here written. And uh, I could see a difference depending on the, the, it seemed like the type of school, whether they were more eloquently written or like this one's talking about the orchestra and uh, that type of thing. And other ones are, you know, roses are red, violets are blue. So it kind of depends on what school it was, um, what kind of writing you might find inside. It's very interesting. Very, very, very interesting. 1938, Dear David. 1935. Oh, I don't know why that one's different. When you get married and I have twins, don't come down and borrow my safety pins. Oh, how about that? <laughs> That's cute. It was all about babies back then, right? Boy, wait till they all came home from the war after that. We had a lot more babies. Uh, money is at the root of it all, somebody wrote. Okay, a stitch in time saves nine. Well, there you go. And this is 1942-43, uh, a lonely spot. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, very interesting. All right. So, and here's another one. Just to give you a quick flip through of what these can look like inside. I thought this was cute. If this book should chance to roam, box its ears and send it to send it home. Yeah, how cute. 1934. It was the schooner Hesperus. All right, that's interesting. Oh, somebody wrote upside down. When on this page you look and the page you frown, remember the one who spoiled it by writing upside down, Mary Cumberland. Okay, there you go. I got your number, Mary. Yeah, so very interesting. If you come across those, keep an eye out. They're very cool, very fun, and a, a nice glimpse back into another day and another time. And we are still recording good. Uh, um, okay, so the next thing I wanted to show you... Um, Diaries. If you've never explored diaries, now this is a whole other world because you're getting a serious uh, peek into somebody's life. Now, odds are this is going to be somebody you don't know. Probably the person has passed away already. And, um, you know, I don't personally feel this is an intrusion into their privacy because um, these uh, are the person is gone and um, I don't know these people. So, and I, if you just open it, you're not going to see an, um, their name or anything like that. You're just going to see a little bit about their life. And uh, this is where you really start to learn about the history of other times and other days. This is what people felt brave enough to share. And sometimes they're very personal and sometimes they're very um, utilitarian. Sometimes it's the weather was uh, slightly rainy and 34 degrees today. We got up, we farmed, we plowed. Uh, Joe came over and dropped off a bale of hay and now we're going to bed. Others are this... Um, young girl uh, was writing a book and she's a weaver and and she wrote I had this you know magical idea to uh, weave roses into this blanket that I'm making because I think um, you know Aunt Ethel would truly love that and she you know really gets into telling the story of uh, her life so you're gonna find all kinds out there so I suggest you leaf through them if you do come across them and um, you you know see if you can read them number one that's always helpful uh, some of the handwriting out there wasn't that great but some is pretty good and uh, you can get a real feel for what life was like and in this one it has a cash account in the back see and uh, tells you a little bit you know what they bought who they paid that's how all the accounting was done back then yeah and they didn't have um, or they may not have had a calculator they had to actually add it up in their head uh, what's that say I run the weeder over the corn for the first time. Okay, so like something very impactful for this person. Uh, you know, things like that. So it's very interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, 
I, I think it's uh, a wonderful way to, oh, here's a tucked letter. Oh, I love the tucked letters that are found inside journals. Those are the best. I mean, obviously, this letter was saved for some reason. It's a Dear Alice letter. Weren't you the nice friend to write again? Oh, that's so sweet. Um, and this is, I'm not sure what year this one is. Um, I'm sure it says in here somewhere. But, oh, 1936. So you're, you're going to see all sorts of different things in here. Uh, went to Millie's, uh, Gladys's mother uh, bade, oh, back from Harold. She is very shaky, said she was half, looks like stoned, maybe. Uh, starved. I'm sorry, it was starved. Mother was not stoned. She was starved. <laughs> Bless you, mother. Um gave her my room. Uh, we'll have it made larger. Oh, you know, just like interesting stuff like that, you know? And uh, I think, I think it's fine. Uh, here's another one. Remember these five-year diaries? I mean, these were very popular when I was growing up and I had the best intentions, boy. I was like, January 1st, right, right, right. January 2nd, right, right, right. January 3rd, right. January 4th, nothing. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that's the way it went in my five-year diaries. But um, you'll often find little snippets of newspaper, fascinating little things that, of things that went on at the time. Here's George Cooper died at 77. Maybe they knew him. Um, here's another one. Oh, funeral home and stuff. Yeah, a lot of times when people died, they would save those. Um, yep, more died. Somebody else knocked off. Yeah. How come you know, they should really save the stuff and celebrate people's lives too? Uh, oh. Local pups arrive in many hues. Oh, how cute is that? Okay, that's not a death one. Good. Yay. <laughs> so maybe they were getting a dog. How nice is that? All right. So there you go. Just something fun to think about as you're on your travels out there in the world, exploring things and looking at things. Here's another diary, 1959. And often they were written in pencil. Uh, I guess pencil was more uh, available and uh, something about a sergeant. Painted the stool for mother, Dr. Halt's chair, vacuumed down the stairs, and uh, took mother up to the farm. Okay, you know, hey, that's that, that fills a day, and you're done. You're done after that. You're, like, ready to put your feet up. Uh, poor mother wasn't feeling very good here. She was sick, and uh, they probably had to take mother back and forth to the doctors, or maybe um, the doctor came to them. You know, it could have been during those times. Very interesting. Huh? Well, this is 1959. Um, they probably went to the doctor in 1959, I would imagine. I don't know. It maybe depends where they lived. And, uh, you know, here's another one, 1928. Yeah. So you're going to get like to look back way back when of things that happened. So very fascinating, a whole other world. that's a little bit different from the, um, autograph books, which were, you know, originally meant to be shared. But it does make you think, like when somebody writes something down in a diary, I think the initial intent is, this, these are my own private personal thoughts. I don't want to share these with anybody. This is just for me to express myself. But then you think there's a reason they're putting pen to page or pencil to page. Maybe they're thinking at some point in time, number one, this will serve as a reference that I was here. It proves my existence. And maybe somebody down the road might pick this up and leaf through it and understand what I was like, what my life was like, how I felt, um, what it felt like to be me, what my days were like. And uh, that's actually what's happening. So I don't know if it was intentional, 
but it is happening and it's happened ever since diaries were invented. So something to think about. And it's also something to relate to our, our journals and our junk journals that uh, where will these end up in time? Whose hands will they cross? Whose paths will they cross? And uh, you know, what will that mean to the people who come across them? Now I have two other treasures that I want to review with you and these are completely different. But um, this one is a very, uh, well, we'll go through this one. This is a, a ledger and then the next one is a, quite a, a surprise that was a surprise for me um, when I got it. And you'll see why. Okay, so this is a traditional ledger or a day book style thing. It has this you know, diamond shape thing on it. And it's very large. Um, it's probably a foot and a half long. Um, here's my hand. It's probably a foot and a half long. Let's see it all. Okay. And uh, the spine came off, but I will figure out how to reattach that spine and uh, get it back into what it looked like originally. And I'll probably put this on I have a shelf here that houses old items and I have old Bibles, an old scrapbook album, my dad's old violin and an old wallet. And I'm going to try and show that to you. At least I'll show you the shelf um, at the end, but I'm going to do it at the end because I, I sometimes screw up the video if I move my camera too much. So, okay. So in here, look at the beautiful, authentic marbled paper. Isn't that gorgeous? Let me zoom you in so you can see a little better and look at the authentic book cloth. That was the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this one, this was very commonly done. Let me back you out. Um, they did was, they I guess paper was precious. I, I, I don't know, but they would glue things over the ledger, over the old ledger. So maybe once they settled their books, they decided this could be a place for scrapping, uh, basically a scrapbook. And there's, um, let me zoom in, come on in. Um, okay. Hang on. But as you can see, these are poems and looks like poems and songs and uh, different things like that, you know? Okay, focus. There we go. And uh, back you up a little bit. Okay. So there's ledger on this side. And then there, and this one is from 1867. So it's an oldie, back you up a bit. It's so big, it's hard to get it all in, but, and it has beautiful ledger, uh, lovely calligraphy, lovely handwriting in it, so much documentation. And this thing is full. Every page is used. Somebody painstakingly wrote all of this out by hand. It's just mind boggling when you think about it. It's all numbered down the side and um, all added. Oh my God, can you imagine if there was one error? It would totally throw them off. That'd be it, it'd be game over. They'd be headed for the uh, saloon or wherever they went then <laughs> for relief. Um, but uh, yeah, very interesting. It looks like a, maybe a child or maybe somebody just was doodling in the back. They had some paper. There's a lot of scribbling. I don't know if that meant this book was handed over to the child to play with or was that some kind of official sign off? I don't know. Um, but yes, that was a very, very big and very lovely and very weathered and very old. As you can see what they were made of. Looks like some type of book board, cardboard and, and some type of paper or leather. It had corners on it originally, some type of cornering that was also paper or ledger. And this was the book board was made out of fibers. Yeah, papers, fibers together. And I will put that spine back on. 
Um, I just haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> just one of those things, you know, one more thing on the list. Okay. Um, now this one is a little bit interesting. Oh, Lord, I gotta sit down for this one. Okay. So this one, let me get to organized here so you can see, and I'll zoom you in so you can see closer. I just wanted to, for you to see the, the whole thing of it. It's, uh, that's my hand. So it's very big. It's about, yeah, it's not quite as tall as the other one, but this one is thicker and wider. So probably the same area and look it's very thick who's that thick oh, i hear holly eating my kitchen isn't that nice okay let's take a look inside right here we go okay so first initial pages are some of these are loose i can bring them up for you but they're in alphabet alphabetical order names lots and lots of names and I was wondering, hmm, how do they know everybody's name that they could put them in alphabetical order? They would have to know them ahead of time in order to get all the B's together and the C's together. You know, like, you know, obviously it wasn't like a daily thing, a accumulation, because uh, you would be able to get them all in alphabetical order. Oh, some M's and J's. And, uh, and there's numbers, numbers beside them. See the numbers? Yeah. Mm-hmm started getting quite interesting. There's something. Morris Jail. Interesting, huh? All right, so this goes on through pretty much the whole alphabet for the first section of the book. And a lot of the pages are brittle and broken. It's a very old book. But then you get back here, we're getting out of the S's and T's and the W's. We finally make it to the Zigglers. Okay, and the Zimmermans. All right, we made it there. And at the top, zooming in, it says October 1891 and then it just starts listing some things and then all of a sudden I see what do I see the word burial yes yes I do I see the word burial and uh, so I took a closer look and I realized burial of Mary Brady in St. Peter's age 80 years um, the coffin 25 bucks not a bad deal Plate, two fifty. Board, $1. Preserving the body for three days, $8. Okay, they must have given her a, like a three-day rate. Drapery, candles, opening of the grave, permit, oh, can you see? Permit, hearse, and coaches. She paid a total of $69, uh, or I don't know if she paid it, but somebody paid a total of $69, and it was paid. Whoop, it was paid. Yes, cash was 25 and apparently $44 went on, I must have been on account. And um, uh, so uh, this book obviously belonged to a funeral home. And as I started to explore the book, it was very interesting, very interesting. Um, oh, I don't know what page to show you here. They're also interesting. Um, yeah, here is, uh, hmm. um, now this one, well, they paid 228, so this must have been somebody fancy. Uh, Mrs. Schick, uh, age, uh, I want to say 54 years, eight months and four days. Interesting, huh? They didn't put her birthday, but that's how they logged it. Uh, draped in black cloth, casket, plate, chestnut, washing and dressing, drapery, 
candles, uh, similax, I don't know what that is, and similax, uh, candles and similax, maybe some kind of wax, uh, permit, gloves for the pallbearers, opening of the grave, uh, two dozen chairs, a hearse, preserving the body, um, eight coaches, well, there you go, I bet that was, yeah, 40 bucks for that, just that, the eight coaches, and um, deed delivered to Schick. I, I don't know what that means, but apparently the deed was delivered, and that's, that's probably a good thing. Um, yes. So it covers all sorts of people through here. Some people had shaving and dressing. Mm-hmm. Yep, you got to get your after-death shave, so you're looking good for the big, the big shoe. Mm-hmm. And I have to admit, it did creep me out a little bit, you know, upon this discovery initially. But after a while, I just realized, you know what, this is a part of life. And this is a part of uh, what happens. Um, now, apparently it wasn't all bad news because um, maybe, maybe, uh, oh, I remember there was a livery involved in this. And the livery part, that's another word for a taxi. It can mean different things, but I think in this case it meant taxi service. So here it says, coach to wedding. So they must have done, you know, coach services to weddings and also to funerals, that type of thing. So it's just fascinating to see what businesses were like back then. I mean, somebody had to handle this stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, this, it was very important that this was, was taken care of and the documentation was done properly and in, in great detail. And, um, you know, this was just quite the surprise of a find. So you just never know what you are going to find out there. Icing of the body. Um, one coach, one white shroud. Uh-huh. And ha one and a half dozen chairs. So it seemed to be a pretty, a pretty standard, this is what you got for the dollars, you know? Um probably just had their, their system down, you know, okay, you want the gloves, you want the hearse, you want, you know, like the, the extras, the extras are going to cost you, you know, don't kid yourself, you're going to pay a little extra for the extras, um, you know, somebody had a coffin permit over here, uh, hmm. a lot of these were children, yeah, that's sad, um, it was tough back then, boy, very tough, you know, you were lucky if you made it out of the gate, and, uh, so this is, you know, definitely eye-opening. There's another coach to a wedding, thankfully, thankfully. Um, and uh, this really gives you a look back in time of what things were like. So let me just zoom in here so you can see a little better too. Oh, just me reading everything. Um, yeah, just saying, 45 years. I mean, people were young, you know? They didn't live that long back then. And... Uh, it's just uh, a different time, a different space. But I thought you might get a kick out of seeing these things because these are not things that you generally come across every day. But this was part of life back then, you know? This is what life was like. Or the death, maybe, should I say. <laughs> and uh, there are some unique ones in here. I'm trying to see if I can catch anything. Um, took me a while to figure out what they were saying here. Um, in the Flower Hill Cemetery, um, studs and handles on the coffin, small grave. Um, yeah. So 
you just never know what you're going to find out there. And, and the last entry is from 1897. And I, is this the last entry? Number 14. No, I think she was 80. Oh, she's 50 years old. Okay. And I don't know what happened. I guess they had to go start a new book. That's what they did. They started a new book. And they said enough. Uh, we, we've put enough in here. Uh, embalming the body. I didn't see that on the earlier one. So maybe that started to become popular back around this time. I don't know. That would be something interesting to explore. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. There you go, folks. I just want to take you on a little different journey today of uniqueness and uh, things to keep your eyes open for. So don't forget the autograph books and don't forget the diaries. Where are the diaries? Can't find the diaries. Okay, over there. And the ledgers. And there's like so many, uh, you know, old businesses had documentation. And it's just fascinating to see what they did back then. So I hope you like this little journey down uh, Historical Avenue with me. I love that you shared some time with me. And uh, we'll get together again real soon and make some more fun stuff. And uh, I hope you're having fun out there. Uh, remember that fun can be simple. Create with reckless abandon. And if you found this interesting, please like, subscribe, and share, and hit the notification bell. All my favorite tools and supplies are listed in my Amazon store down below. Uh, the video in the drop-down box and you'll also find a link to my Etsy store with vintage digital kits and I'm popping up uh, journals for flash sales every now and then in there. You might want to pop over and take a peek, see if one pops up. They've been popping up every once in a while now and people are getting them. Um, newsletter, uh, if you'd like a monthly emailed newsletter with junk journal tips and a free digital monthly image along with a checklist of supplies and a note from the bookmaker, please check that out. My videos come out Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. My podcasts, which are related to junk journal topics, are Tuesdays and Thursdays, and it's free to listen to on Spotify or Apple or um, a whole host of other uh, things. And there's a link down below just to click and you can listen to any one of them. And uh, um, I'm found on Instagram. Instagram, Pinterest, Etsy, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. Come join our Facebook group. We're having a lot of fun over there doing weekly, monthly challenges, and we're learning from each other and sharing things and having a great time. Uh, very fun, fun and friendly people. So come and join us. And uh, that's it for now, guys. So I'll be talking to you soon. Take care, everybody, and have an awesome day. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>